0: What's going on, everybody? This is Phil from 5 Tool Productions with another episode of Create Smarter. Today, it's gonna be a little bit of story time with Tyler Pyburn and I. We're gonna talk through some of the times in our history, our company's history, our personal history, when things have gone wrong or not exactly as planned, and kind of how you deal with it as a business owner and the situations in which you really have to address it Um, And the situations where you have to stop letting it eat you alive and just move on. And some of the lessons learned from when things go wrong, because ultimately, that's really when you learn the most about yourself. So that is coming up on today's episode of Create Smarter. What's happening? Hello, Tyler. How are you? I'm doing great. Are you doing great? Because we've had a, a hard couple of weeks, I feel like. A hard couple of years. I mean, that's kind of the topic of this podcast, right? It's like, uh, you know, the, the trials and tribulations of running a business, you know? Yeah, and
1: bouncing back. So really, that's kind of the idea that we wanted to talk about today was how do you not dwell on some of the negative things that can, in fact, happen, right?
0: Yeah, I think it's interesting, and we'll, we'll get all into it. But it's, it's one of the hardest things for me, personally, is, you know, dealing with, dealing with problems and, and issues when they come up and kind of deciding when it's worth it to <laughs> dive in really deep and figure out what exactly went wrong. And as opposed to just, you know, letting it slide off and, and realizing that something's gone wrong and, and figuring it out. And I think there's a few specific examples we can walk through and a couple of stories that we have from our own experiences I kind of speak to this, but it's one of the things I struggle with more than anything is like how, how this stuff eats at you, right? But I
1: think it's the natural thing, right? Like th- things are going to go wrong. I don't know whose law it was, but anything that can go wrong <laughs> will go wrong, right? Yeah. And that, it does happen. Yep. Whether you're out in the field, whether you're in the office and your computer fails. I mean, it was Sunday yesterday and I know that my wife's computer while she was doing work for a very busy time because she had to deal with snow days and things like that. The computer crashed, and she was then locked out of being able to access her data and information. Things go wrong. Things happen. But I think the nature of it is how fast can you bounce back, or are you going to sit there and dwell on it? And really, should you focus on it? Because I think that's the other part of this is that I think we can let it absorb us or we can move on. But sometimes you do need to focus on it. You do need to either find a solution right away or figure it
0: out right then and there because you don't have a choice. Yeah, I think what you're bringing up reminds me of one of the stories I wanted to talk about. Um, in live streaming and in video production, like stuff stuff is bound to go wrong. It's not going it to be perfect. It's not ever going to be 100% perfect. Um, we had a client we were doing a live streaming job for, and it's one of those things where, you know, 99% of the time everything goes well, but, you know, if you're on a live stream job and 1% of the job doesn't go well, that's not okay, right? And basically our live stream dipped out for a couple of minutes and, um, and we got it back up and running and, and, you know, the on-demand file was fine, but the reality was we had 1% downtime or whatever it is, but that's unacceptable in a live job. And You're being paid you go being, live. Exactly. Right?
1: You're being paid to do one singular thing, and that is live stream this event. And while at, to that point, we had streamed several events that were flawless. They were right. great. Went off without a hitch. So we were really finding our groove and figuring things out. Next thing you know, like you said, halfway through the event, seven minutes of downtime. Right. Off
0: air. Something crashed. Something happened along the process. And I think we spent... I think this is an example of when it does make sense to spend all the po- all the time possible trying to find a solution, right? Like we went through our process maps. We went through our equipment. We talked to our vendors. We, we analyzed every single possible thing that could have caused this to go wrong. <laughs> the frustrating thing is ultimately, you know, you have a couple, well, it could have been this. Um, it could have been that. It could have been X. It could have been Y. It could have been Z. There's not from that specific case and answer that you there look at
1: one specific thing that said, this was it. We can figure this out. We fix this.
0: Right. So what do we do in that case? <laughs> we fix everything that could have been a potential issue for that. So in that particular case, kind of like thinking about, thinking about all the potential things that could have been the the cause of our trouble and going back and addressing all of them, that, that was the solution we had. We had to do that, you know? Um, And that that type of thing, though, I mean, like, that eats at you, right? Well, especially in that case, the
1: one part that was really interesting about this that we can kind of forget to mention, we were in another state, (laughs) and we were in a car for seven hours driving from that state back to Boston. Right. So we had seven hours together, no one else, with all of that equipment that we thought might have failed us right next to us (laughs) in the back of the car. But we were driving back and thinking the entire time. And I remember it like it was yesterday because the NFL draft was on too. And we were listening to the NFL draft and we said, huh, I wonder who the Jets are going to take. I wonder who the Patriots are going to take. What do you think went wrong with <laughs> our What do you think happened? Do you think the internet was not secure enough? What happened?
0: Right. Right. So- right. And it's the type of thing where you're open and honest with the client. And you talk to them and, and you, you know, I can't think of, I can't describe how many hours we spent researching that problem and trying to figure out what went wrong. And it's the type of thing like – I don't think you necessarily recognize what that feeling is like when it's for your own business until you're in it. I've obviously, you know, worked for other people and had things go wrong and, you know, uh, technology fails, right? So I've worked for other people and been on live remotes or been in situations where something's failed and I've been, you know, responsible for figuring out how to get it back up before I worked for myself and it sucks. But at the end of the day, you're like, you know what, we're going to do what we can do and then we're going to go home. When it's yours and it's your business, it just eats at you in a different way and you just can't, you can't let it go because you can't, because you need to be able to have confidence when you show up on site the next time that it's not going to happen again. And you need to be able to look your clients in the eye and confidently tell them that that's the case. And you need to know that, you know what I mean?
1: Well, again, whether you're going back to the same client and you want to do work with them again, or you're going forward with a, a new client, you want to be able to know, okay, we fix that issue, we fix that problem, we know how to do it, make sure it's right going forward, and for your own sanity too, because how many times after that were we sitting on you know pins and needles saying, is this gonna cut out for some unknown reason that we have no idea, and no control over for that matter too. And one thing that I think is, is kind of funny too, is that we can kind of compare and contrast these two stories that I think we can talk about because one of them was last week, really.
0: <laughs> much more minor a one. Much more wuggly. minor one. Yeah.
1: But at the same point, we say, oh, we're going to dwell on this. So to kind of give you a little background, we were launching this site in particular. We're working on this podcast, the right. Create Smarter podcast. And we had just pushed it live. We got it up on iTunes. We got it up on Google Play. We got it up on Stitcher. That was wonderful. Literally two days later, went through launch, went good through reception, launch. people in uh, subscribers, x amount of listeners. It was great. Lots people of feedback, were commenting, yeah. Feedback. It was it was awesome. Like absolutely loved seeing it. But literally two days later, after we publicly pushed this, actually, sorry, we launched it, then waited two days, right. pushed it on our <laughs> own personal Facebook pages and personal social media channels, and sent it to, via email to other folks as well. The next day, you and I were in the office, and we got an email that said. Sorry, it looks like your podcast was just a test. It has been taken down off iTunes. Now, if you know a ton about podcasting or you know nothing at all, you should probably know that the majority of your plays are going to come from iTunes. So that's the place you need to go. We then spent the rest of our day focused, pissed off, angry, yelling at Apple iTunes.
0: Well, right. And it's one of those things where it's so many of these technology platforms are just a total black box. And in this specific situation, it's like there is no phone number to call. There's no phone number mm-hmm. to call for for podcast support. We did find a phone called number. Called Apple we Support. called
1: it, and they said you should navigate to www.apple.com.
0: We're like, well, how do you think we found this phone number? It's one of those things where you're talking to a customer service rep who's not – the right person and they're they're trying to be helpful and you're not going to get mad at this person because it's not their fault. But you look at it and you're like, dude, I have Googled it. I, I have this. I've searched Googled this, this
1: 5,000 Trust times. Me. I came to your number and I stumbled upon this
0: by running all these searches. And this woman who couldn't be nicer is on the other she's end actually, of the line, this customer great. service rep. She's trying her best to help us, um, but she's giving us advice like go to apple.com slash podcasts. We're like, okay like we're, we're past that we're we're on the phone with you like so that was a situation where you know we we are the ones who are more focused on this than anyone else mm-hmm. um we let that derail our day and in retrospect even as it was happening we're looking at it like oh my god we are we are spending too much time on this and mm-hmm. like we need to just like we need to stop put it down See if an email
1: comes back. Because we went through the process to kind of close the loop on the story itself. We went through the process. Clearly, you're listening to this right now, hopefully on iTunes. Uh, yeah, well, we'll see what this week brings. We, but We went through the process. We resubmitted everything. We got the approval saying, okay, you're up and running. Everything's good. I got a closed case receipt from Apple Podcasts. And they said, you're good. Everything's perfectly fine. But, no but no as explanation to what...
0: as to why things happened. So... But well, ultimately, it doesn't matter, right. Like, yeah. and that's this was a situation where it's like these technology companies are a black box. Sometimes there's nothing you can do except go through the process to to get things back up and running. but this this has happened to us with other platforms before, too, where all of a sudden your permissions change. um and sometimes it's clear why, sometimes it's not, but there's no path forward. And in those situ- like you all of a sudden you can't live stream, right? Like on your account and your permissions change. and you're like, there's no explanation why. There's no one to talk to. There's no way to get any more information. Whether I know what causes the problem or not, I cannot dwell on it. I need to move on and just mm-hmm. fix, you know, find another path forward because all I'm doing is spinning my wheels. Mm-hmm.
1: And okay, th- this holds true to any company, any business. Because, again, whether you're a video production, whether you're live streaming, whether you're podcasting, whether you are trying to figure out how to post an ad up on Facebook or You're worried about when the trash is going to be picked up, whatever that may be, or making sure that the lawn is mowed, whatever that may be, issues are going to come. You need to choose, slow down and think about how much time do I really need to dedicate this to this right now and way what's important at this moment is my grass being cut and making sure that the landscapers are paying attention to it. Is that the most important thing right now? Or should I say, let's forget about this. Let's move on. Don't let this ruin my day. If landscaping ruins your day and you're not a landscaper, (laughs) there's something wrong. But if don't let it ruin your day. Don't dwell on it. Don't spend one, two, three, four hours of your time where it could be spent in a better place.
0: Yeah, I think there's like two parts to it. There's like a triage angle of like, what's the most important thing? What do we need to be thinking about? What do we need to be dealing with to make sure that our business is up and running? And then... You know, you take those steps and you get it done. But in terms of like the investigation and dwelling on it and figuring out the why, I think like that's a really hard thing for me to deal with is when we're running our business and like the podcast thing where all of a sudden it's taken down and I don't know the why that like eats at me and I'm we're never going to know why we're never going to know, you know, if potentially it might get taken down again for for whatever criteria Apple had that it wanted to take it down for 24 hours. Um, We're never going to know why. Right, and that just, that just eats at me, but it doesn't really matter, <laughs> right? Like if, if we can't find the information at a certain point, you gotta give up and move on and address some other problem that you can have an impact mm-hmm. on because there are a million of them.
1: But then on the flip side of things, there are times where you need to focus on something very quickly. So the third story and the last kind of example we use is another live stream um, event that we were at. And we had tested we went in the night before, we ran great test. This was up in another state again. We ran test. we worked with their AV team, AV team, AV person, I should say, and things went great that night. The very next morning we came in, everything was set up the exact same. We logged into our account, we were going to be streaming it to YouTube, and I received a notification that said, you were streaming copywritten content. And we then realized what the mistake was. Because the night before, we had actually live streamed something not on purpose, but because we were testing the stream and the person's computer that we had up on screen, it happened to have Saturday Night Live episodes on there. We streamed that out, and then we got a, a notification the next morning that we had copyrighted content on our content, on our channel. So we then had to say, we need to dwell on this. We right. need to figure this out right now. And what is our plan B? So that was one of the things that did come up that we said, we can't just push this aside. So there are times that you have to sit down and figure it out. That we're, I don't think we're saying, go out and go say, yeah, I'll figure this out later. Because there are times that you do need to figure it out right then and there. But I think the important piece is stop, slow down, ask yourself, how important is this at this moment in time? Should I focus on this right now? And the answer might be yes, the answer might be no. But answer that question and then do that thing. Whether If it's not that important right now, eh, I can handle this later, then do that. Push it to the side when you have more time, your head is clear, you're not as frustrated, right? right? and you can go ahead and tackle that issue at that point in time. Because you don't have to do it always at that moment.
0: Yeah, and I think the thing that, you know, for us, it's, for us, it's, you know, I know how to do it for us. I don't know how for some of the guests that we have on this podcast, how they would do it in their businesses. But as much as possible, it's all about having like clear documented processes. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, this is step one to set up a live stream. This is step two, this is step three, this is step four. And as you, you know, as platforms change and policies change, and you know, you encounter things that you haven't encountered in the first 200 jobs you encounter in the 201st, um, you take that information and you add it into your process the frustrating thing comes when you don't know what has caused a problem and then there's nothing to add into your process mm-hmm. um, and those are the situations more where it's like it's really hard for it's really hard to just let that go and say well you know we've investigated and we've done our due diligence and we're going to we're just going to we're going to mo- we're going to move now, on from it you but just you have say to say something
1: sometimes things happen outside of your control regardless because i think you know, we've run into things, so you know, because of that, we've put in levels of redundancy in case something does go wrong that we can't explain why. And I, I feel like we've gotten to a great place where we say, hey, you know what? All three of these things are here. We have basically two backups now, essentially, on two different channels. So right. if something goes wrong, we have a, fall, a kind of a fail-safe system. But you know what? What's going to stop a fire? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I mean, things can happen. Sometimes... The power is going to go out, right? Sometimes, and if you think the power is going to go out, do you have a generator? Do you need a generator?
0: At what level is are At what level are you just driving yourself crazy? I mean, this is why I don't have any hair at the age of, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going gray, so it's <laughs> this okay. is why I don't have any hair. Um, but but what happens is like, yeah, there is a certain point where it's like, sure, if we lose power to the entire building. Um, And it gets evacuated is it going to be important for us to still be live and online well you know at at this point at this point in our process we actually do still have a way to stay online if there's no power so great um we can do that but um you you can drive your you can drive yourself a little bit crazy and i think for someone like me and and you um you know we're, we're really desired to be in control of these situations and it's very hard when you are the person responsible for the business and you get into situations where sometimes things are just outside of your control um, and I think as a business owner, what you really just need to do is prioritize and process, prioritize and process, prioritize and process. What are what are the things that have to get done today? Um, and what are the ways I can make it easier to get these things done moving forward, right? If it's mm-hmm. a complicated job, it's building a process. Um, if it's a simple job, it's just knocking it out quickly. But, you know, prioritizing the things that need to get done and constantly trying to find ways to build processes to be more efficient. And that's that goes into every single thing we do. But um, when you feel like you don't have that control, I mean, it's a very, it's a very lonely, it's very lonely okay. feeling, and it's very, can be very frustrating to to deal with. And you question with.
1: if you should be doing this, right? I mean, I remember that was one of the questions. Like we thought on the way back from down in Washington D.C., we thought, should we even be doing this? Do we know what we're doing, <laughs> right? I mean, we, we question that, and then but then you have to stop and think. Of course we do. We've done this a dozen times. We've done this 30 times. Hundreds of we've times. done this literally thousands, thousands of times. to <laughs> say when you really think about add up the numbers, we've done this thousands of times before. Right. We know what we're doing. Sometimes things happen. Now let's get to the root cause at a later date and figure out exactly what it was.
0: Right. And I think that's 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 really what it comes down to. It is, it is a hard pill to swallow sometimes. But, you know, we we saw a keynote that stuck with both of us. An event that we were working actually the that boom. Was, <laughs> talked about the boom um, and being ready for the boom. And um, uh, who who did the keynote speaker previously work? Was it FEMA that she previously worked for? The Department of Defense or yeah,
1: the, the Department of Homeland Security?
0: Homeland Security. Excuse me. Yeah. And um, she gave a whole keynote speech um, to to this audience about you know preparing for the boom. And basically, the thesis of this speech and this keynote was. Things are going to happen and things are going to go wrong. Um, Like a natural disaster. It means
1: massive things can go wrong. And
0: that's the type of scale she works on. So first of all, there's a little perspective there. Um, But second of all, in any business, in any line of work, things are going to go wrong. And your job is to do as much as you can to mitigate the risk of those things happening in the first place, but also acknowledging the possibility that things will go wrong and things will happen so that you have contingency plans in place for when they do, because it's not an if, but it's a when. Um, when you're dealing with things like internet and technology, and you know, people, human beings, right? Like that's part of the equation too. You're not dealing with you're not Sometimes dealing with robots. going to call out, right? Exactly.
1: We've had that happen before. Right? Um,
0: you have to have good contingency plans in place that are going to say, if X, then Y, so that when you know your internet does drop off, it's like, sure, yes, this thing happened that was outside of our control, but here's our plan to quickly get you back online, and here's our plan to also still deliver on what we promised after the fact, and and here's how you can see, you know, our layers of redundancy that did everything we could to mitigate it in the first place. So, it's just a good reminder that in any line of work, you know, there is, things will go wrong. It's just about mitigating risk and then preparing for, um, you know, preparing for contingencies about after the fact because it's going to happen, and it's going to eat at you, and if it's your business, It's really going to eat at you. Oh,
1: absolutely. Well, I mean, every person we've talked to so far has said their business is their baby. Right. I really do feel that way. It's almost like another child, right? So having that child, if it's not going right, you're going to feel it and take it to heart, right? (laughs) It's the same when I see, you know, one of my guys take his chicken nuggets and throw them across the room. (laughs) What have I done wrong? Really?
0: Am I, do I know what I'm doing? And the truth is, no, I don't know. But, but but those are two those are, the, those are two important lessons from talking to people too. When you when you talk to people um, on this podcast and like in our in our Power Hitter series and things like that, and people, you ask people about like lessons learned and and experiences and how they've built their business. People very rarely often dwell on like the 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 positive things, right? The thing the times you learn the most about yourself and your business are are the bad times and the hiccups. Um, You learn if you have the fortitude to push through things. You learn if you have the problem-solving ability to to fix those issues when they come up in real time. And then, you know, you grow and and you add more tools and safeguards to your arsenal so it doesn't happen again. I mean, if everything always went well, you'd get complacent and it'd be easy and boring. And um, when things go wrong, that's when you really that's when you really learn about yourself and how tough you are and how tough your plan is and how good your plan is. And if it wasn't good enough, it gets better from there and your business is only better for it. So those are the types of stories that people usually share. Um, those are the types of peop- stories people usually well, share when you ask about their business, it, right?
1: How can you learn from that? How can other people learn from it? So in our case, don't stream copyrighted content by accident.
0: <laughs> right? no. Well, and that's, you know, that's, and that's human error too. You work with a client and they pull up a video for the test stream, and a related video comes up after that. And, and
1: you're so focused, your head is down, looking at the cameras being set up, or right?
0: Making sure that the, you're
1: actually seeing it, right? Or things are working correctly. You're not necessarily thinking of the content of it
0: because you know it's just a test, right? But it does happen, and so. that's ultimately on you. And and you know that mistake will literally never happen again. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have a contingency plan in place for that, which we did. Um, and of course we will going and forward. And now we have an even better. <laughs> going forward too. So yeah, I think it's about, you know, you're always going to take these things to heart. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a matter of, it's a matter of being smart about it and understanding what are the, what are the things that we can actually impact change on? And, you know, the podcast one being a good example, like don't let something chew up a half day that you don't have any control over. Fix it, move on, understand that we're never going to know why that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't impact a client. Um, you know, we'll, you know, when, when we get podcasts up for clients, we'll keep that in mind and think about all the possibilities that could have happened for ours um, and all the reasons that that could have happened. And we'll put those in place for building out podcasts for clients. Um, and we'll take that lesson learned and apply it to them. But ultimately, it's like Apple never gave us, you know, Apple never gave us a clear reason. And if they ever do, we'll make sure that goes in our process too, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. And kind of with all this in mind, it only defines you if you let it. Right. You know, if something goes wrong and you start to think, eh, do I believe I should be doing this? Those are your own thoughts creeping into your own head. The way to do that is to learn from it and get better at it. And that was only going to help you realize, I do know what can happen. I've encountered this before. I've seen this issue arise in the past. That will help you learn from it and grow. Don't let it just define you as, I'm horrible at this. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. And I think that actually, that's part of like the whole entrepreneurship ecosystem, especially in like the Instagram age is like this really curated culture about like, there's there's kind of two sides to it. It's either like this idea of like, you always have to look as your if you're perfection. crushing it. Yeah, It's perfect. Everything that you put up there is curated and perfect. I'm crushing it, I'm crushing it, I'm crushing it, I'm crushing it. And it's like, if we could peel back the layers and look at your books, how well are you actually doing? But you have to have this public perception always, that you're just nailing it to a level of like almost unbelievable, unsustainable success. Um, so it's hard to have these conversations about things going wrong because you know in this age of of social media and the internet, nobody ever wants to admit when things go wrong. People always want to only want to talk about when things go right um, and talk about how well they're doing because otherwise they view it as a sign of failure. But as you actually talk to real people and you get off of Instagram and off the internet, you start to understand that. These problems aren't exclusive to you and everybody struggles through this and people look at those accounts real people look at those accounts and the social media world of entrepreneurship and understand like that's not real life that's a curated feed just like someone's not going to you know post the worst times of their life on Facebook they're going to well, post the best do. well I guess some, some people some do some people do but generally it's curated right yeah Um, And the other side of like the entrepreneurship ecosystem online is like, I've read articles about this before, like the idea that you have to be, you have to be grinding and hustling in order to succeed. So it's like when something like this does go wrong, it's like, well, if you're not spending 24 hours around the clock and ignoring your friends and family in order to get it done, then you're not doing enough. It's like there, there's a balance to it too, right? Like you can admit when things go wrong and work on them, um, but you also don't have to like perspective, right? You don't have to prove that. You don't have to prove to anyone but yourself and your clients how hard you're working, right? It's like do everything in your power, but like it's 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 not up to anyone else to, you know, but you and your clients to judge your work. And as long as you're comfortable that you're doing everything you can to, to fix things, you know, and be honest with your clients too, you know, like not that you're going to post about all your failures constantly on the internet, but have conversations with people. And like if things, if a client has something they're unhappy with, talk to them about it and understand that so you can make it better for them next time and for the next client, you won't ever have to deal with it. And it's just, you know, Inst- Instagram is a great tool for a lot of reasons, but social media skews people's views of these types of things and um, sometimes it makes you believe like you're They're the only perfect. one who ever that struggles, right? Great.
1: They've never had any issues with live streaming. They've never had any issues right. with a camera. They've never had issues with their grasping gut, whatever it may No, be, right?
0: right, and you talk about like the number of reps we've had literally over the last 12, 15 years. Thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of live streams between the two of us combined. Mm-hmm. And what they their, you know, 10 issues total going back to when we were 21 years old? I mean, like, they stick out for a reason and they eat at you for a reason. And it's healthy mm-hmm. to keep them in your mind, but it's unhealthy to let those dominate your, your consciousness and take over because they're not, they're not the norm as long as you don't let them be, right? Mm-hmm. And you learn from them and get better from them. So yeah.
1: Learn from it. Get better from it. Pretty simple. I think that's all everybody has to do.
0: Prioritize and process. I got <laughs> a lot. We both have a lot of to-do lists in our yeah, lives. Yeah, I
1: was just say way too many pro- uh, processes. I got to put down on paper. I know that. Well, sure.
0: and yeah, that's you know, it's it's hard sometimes to actually get those processes down on paper when you're well, doing I everything else to run a business. It too it's easy. It's easy.
1: We, we just recorded a podcast with someone, and they were talking about everything being upstairs in their head. Right? It, it's I know the process in my head. There are plenty of processes that you have in your head. It's okay. If I get hit by a bus tomorrow, <laughs> can someone have that process in place that they can actually take care of it? Right. right now. I know off the top of my head there's three that I need to go right down to make sure if I get hit by a bus tomorrow, you can take care of
0: it. Right. And you think about the stuff that's client-facing and make sure that there's there's layers of replication there. But for stuff that's like just internal for your business, it's like you work on some things, I work on some things. All that stuff, we'd be much better off if every single thing was was processized and documented. But we're prioritizing in the stuff that's client-facing goes first, right?
1: Exactly. (laughs) Awesome. Very cool. All right. So I think that wraps it up.
0: Yeah, I feel like this is therapy session about that I was to say, it's though. just like, believe it or
1: not, folks, we're actually laying on couches right now talking <laughs> to one another because we just, you know, I need a warm towel over my head and get stuff off my chest. No,
0: man. but it's important. And that's the thing. Like, you got to you gotta admit when stuff doesn't go doesn't go perfectly and be okay with talking about it because it'll drive you crazy. Yeah. I'm bald enough as it is, man. <laughs> like, I don't have any sure. more hair to lose. You look beautiful bald. What man. happens next, though? Like, I'm already bald. Like, there's no more hair to lose. Like, I don't um... even... I... Don't even want to think about that. <laughs> we're not even going there right now. Uh, it's the anxiety is real, man. <laughs> like you know, you got to get these issues out, otherwise it's going to eat you alive. You yeah, know,
1: I definitely will. I'm a
0: stressed. I'm a stressed out person. I, you gotta. You gotta talk this stuff out. You know, and if no one at YouTube's gonna or or Apple, I mean, is gonna answer our calls, then like you gotta you to talk to someone, Gotta talk to somebody. So
1: you guys on the other end,
0: you're the ones we're talking to. Well, <laughs> and, and to that customer service rep who did. Try their best to help us. I mean, thank you. Like oh, you spent you spent well, twenty minutes of your day trying to help us and ultimately it it didn't, but like, you know, at least you yeah. were a human voice who tried. Yeah. So thank yeah. well, you. For that's that.
1: just it. Goes goes a long way just letting us know that you did try and you, you know, let us know that you tried. So it was good. That, awesome. All right. So that'll do it. Yeah, man. He's Phil. I'm Tyler. This is Create Smarter. Thank you all so much for tuning in. You'll hear us next time.